Holy shit. Hey. We're at it we're at it again. Look at us. Oh my god. Are you fucking are we being consistent? I think Are you fucking kidding me? I think this is the most consistent <laughs> I've been in any um, four years. This is amazing. Yeah. Wow. I love that for us. I think that's beautiful. You know, I think I mean it's almost like we're having joy. We're growing. We're growing as people and we're having fun doing it. Um, and speaking of growing as people, I am going to switch over to my own internet instead of my neighbor's internet. So I'm going to go silent for a second and MJ, I'm going to let you take the wheel because uh, <laughs> we are professionals. like to uh take a moment to thank our sponsors uh angels neighbors for providing <laughs> amazing wi-fi services that allow this podcast to run it's uh, really appreciated so friend of the podcast angels neighbors yeah uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and with that <laughs> we're here for our fourth episode this is so cool number four uh number four and we once again as always have quite a bit to talk about uh with not just moon Knight, but there's lots of uh, more rumors for doctor strange that thor. keep coming out the woodwork thor trailer got... rumors that are coming about uh she hulk getting delayed a little bit yep. that i've heard now oh yeah Potentially yeah either late next we've year, got we've got like a little news roundup for this episode oh we I do think. we do um uh <laughs> and then I was just reading about all the stuff with Warner Brothers Discovery and how they're like, we have to fix everything with the DCU. Look, look, they can they can <laughs> push like, it back to 2030. It doesn't fucking matter. It's like, d- learn the lesson of Morbius. Don't wait too long. <clears throat> the Flash or, movie. Uh, um, well, it, what was really funny was their uh, the C- the new CEO. I for- I'm forgetting his name because CEOs don't matter. Uh, they're not I'm, for- <laughs> I'm uh, forgetting his name. And he was saying, though, that he, he wants to find their Kevin Feige. <laughs> and revitalize. Okay, so, so he wants to hire James CEO. Gunn to be Kevin yes, Feige. Yes, I literally was just, I was like, you just need to hire James Gunn. Just give like- <laughs> James Gunn the fucking keys. Like, just give him the uh, keys, you know? seriously seriously but no they're gonna be like oh let's get amy pascal yeah <laughs> of course of course they're gonna she's done such a good job with the sony verse you know they have a uh, certain level of quality that people expect from a dc eu event so honestly but i just thought that was entertaining so they're you know they're gonna try they're gonna keep bless doing their, their little they're hearts. still gonna have their their little hits bless their hearts here and there, may, may they try yes um uh i will say i love doom patrol but that's another episode that look we can have <laughs> we can have a dc episode where i will even share um my deep love for the snyder edition of justice league was it was that the movie 
the oh, like God, seven it was. part. That was odd. Look, I, I would say it's no, it's better than what it originally was. It was so was. good. And and I am someone, as you know, MJ and dear listener, you may have pieced this together by now, but I fucking hate the DC Entertainment Universe. It's just not good to me. <laughs> I'm just like you've had so many chances and you fucked them all up. And the only times I've really enjoyed it is when James Gunn is at the wheel. Um, but that, yeah. that when, when Justice League was broken up into that episodic storytelling, I undeniably binged it. Like, it was so good. It was fucking good. Right. Um, now, you know, I don't know anything else about the DCEU. Uh... So real quick, I will, I do want to give a shout out though to the DC animated stuff, which has always oh, been very yes, stellar. Yes. Like, which, which is honestly, it's um, okay. The uh, Bat- and then, Batman celebrated its 30th anniversary. The the Batman animated oh, series. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. Rec- I, I saw oh, I Mark, totally missed that. Mark Hamill um, posted something about it on Twitter because, uh, you know, he essentially explained why he decided to be the Joker, which, uh, mm. dear listener, if you didn't know, Luke Skywalker is the fucking Joker yep. on the Batman animated series, um, which when I learned that information, I had to go to sleep. Like, it's incredible. It was, yeah, yeah, but um, he said he wanted to play a character that was <laughs> the exact opposite um, of Luke Skywalker, or as far from Luke right. Skywalker's as he could go. Um, right. And I just want to give a quick shout out to um, one of our several mascots, uh, young Ginger Malpiedi. Um, who, young Ginger, young Ginger, who is running her mouth. You know, she's got opinions. <laughs> she, she, and Mark Hamill actually have a long-standing uh, beef. Uh, if you didn't know, um, Ginger really wanted for uh, Mark Hamill to never reprise the character again, and then she saw The Mandalorian. Um, which also... Yeah, she actually uh, just heard us talking trash about the DCEU. And... <laughs> I love Ginger, so I'm going to respect her opinion on this, okay? And I got to... She's like, the f- I want an A or cut. <laughs> okay, but look, I can't, I can't trust David Ayer with anything after, no. the, after his last movie that he did with Shia LaBeouf and the other thing. Was it called The Collector, I think? Oh, I yeah, was, I didn't even I was bother. so excited for that. So, Dave, let me just say, and I know that we're going way off the rails here, but let me just say that David Ayer directed Training Day, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. which is one of my yeah, all-time right. favorite movies. It's what it's an incredible piece of cinema. Denzel gives a fucking Oscar performance in that shit. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Hello. Hawk. <laughs> Ethan. We're tying it in. Look at us. We're fucking professionals. It's a are. real podcast, everybody. Um, now available on Apple Podcasts, which uh, I know we've been know, saying that it's available know. everywhere, but it hasn't been. Um, <laughs> I mean, everyone, we're, you know, we're getting at nowadays. it. People, Eventually, <laughs> it will be everywhere. Um, but you know, because Ayer did Training Day, I trusted him with the Collector, and I was, yeah. and and he was hyping it up to be his most Los Angeles movie. And I'm from LA, you know, and and he was like, "This is my most." This is a blah, 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 you know. And so I believed mm. him. And then I watched the unwatchable piece of shit that that movie is. And frankly, I don't care about Training Day anymore. It's not good enough to oh, defend wh- this man. <laughs> so, you know, I, I hear all this, like, give him the air cut. But I'm like, do y'all really want the air cut? Because I don't. 
No. <laughs> you got you got the James Gunn now, and there's no going back. There's no reason to do that. Cut. You opened your door to Not excellence. Like just just yep. step aside, right? Like get out of your own way, DC. Um, and also co- so, consider hiring us um, as creative consultants, <laughs> because frankly, we could save your shit like that. Uh. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> oh, no one said we'd have to succeed. No, 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 no. Once the check clears, who gives a fuck, you know? Uh. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. But speaking of excellence, though, let's talk about some actual excellence. That was this last episode. Episode three. Yes. Fucking wildin'. Wow. Uh, so first and foremost, while on the right track, they didn't do the entire reveal of Third Persona, but wow, was that awesome. When so many that nods. one scene in particular, when they were like, what did you, what did you do, Steven? And he's like... <laughs> Right, Mark Mark wakes up holding the dagger and two yeah. people are dead and the third is like broken legged at this point or something. Um yeah, also uh, I did something that I have not done previously uh and that's I I went in this episode raw. I took no notes. I my yeah. eyes were just on the magnificence that that was episode three which was visually stunning i have to it say it was visually stunning and uh, once again just like the the performances all around one scene in particular that truly like I, and, and watching mm-hmm. it a second time today uh, uh, it really hammered it home but the scene where they are in the pyramid of giza yes. and they're trying to get you know, uh, Haro basically like punished, right? right. By the some trial, of the, gods of the, the trial of the gods. Uh, so when Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. takes Conchu in and has to be this literal physical vessel, the physicality, the the tears, like how much strain he was going through to have to hold Conchu in like that, right? Or like to embody him and like to that. be able to I, embody so him good. to so distinctly, yeah. like just like as if like being held up from a string on his chest, like rising yes. every time he spoke, just like. Yes, so much. and then just all hurting forward because it's just like hitting him, like taking his breath almost, you know, like all of his body, yes. right? Yes. To to project Conchu's presence into Or the is it Conchu's immensity that requires yeah. that, yeah. right? Like Right, right. No, absolutely. I thought it was so good. And then next to freaking Harrow, Ethan Hawk just strolling in, right? Like cold oh my god just stone cold and it was so brilliant right you could really feel for the struggle of mark in that yeah. moment you know i and mean can, you, they, can we be like, honest ethan hawk walked in there and w- and was just like what's up everybody i'm a white person in court i'ma get out of here yep yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's like i'm just in the desert just, baby is it a crime ain't, to touch ain't the no desert? crime to be in the sand i'm just trying to be in the sands y'all <laughs> Are the sands illegal? Like, what the fuck? Uh, that one freaking line where he was like, well, the guilty line would be as long as the Nile. And, and I was like, you I know, shit. pandering to the gods with, like, <laughs> ancient metaphors. Just, like, being like, it's it's taller than Giza. Um, I, uh, yeah, that, that whole thing. And then also to have 
all of these, uh, you know, this international menagerie of avatars, right? Mm -hmm. And like to have them all enter into the pyramid of Giza. Also, shout out Steven. Shout out Steven for being the nerd hero of our dreams. And deadass just really coming in strong. Just knowing everything. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Also, I just want to really like the fact that in this episode, both Mark and Khonshu come to have a better understanding of Steven's value by the end of the episode. Because it isn't Mark that Khonshu does the, you know, changing the night sky and stuff. We finally get the crazy lights and we we learn that they're literally... That whole motion, that was so beautiful. It was so cool. It was so it was cool. So beautiful. So beautiful. So trad. Like, what the fuck, Marvel? Why am I so emotionally invested? It's the third episode. Yeah. And for Khonshu to be like, fuck it, everybody. I'm going to be encased in stone. Yo, Steven, my boy, can you let my other boy, Mark, same boy, know uh, I'm going to be encased in stone gonna need him to bust me out later right but i'm gonna do you a solid because you're fucking smart and i fuck with that nerd energy and then it's just like i'm gonna turn the goddamn sky back two thousand years holy shit like holy shit i and and that whole bit of like i remember i remember every night and i was oh it was great. But also just how in that moment, he's like, okay, yeah, you figured mm-hmm. this out, Steven. Well, and it also you know? it adds like, a dimension to Khonshu, whom up until this point, we've seen as what one might consider an entirely selfish entity, right? He's almost mm-hmm. mocked Mark being like, I'm taking your wife, boy. I don't care about you. Like, you will serve right, me. Right. And when you're done, I'll have the avatar of my choosing. Yep. Oh, and then earlier in the episode too, where he act, he's like, "Oh, he'll talk if you bring him to the ledge." Oh and god. I was like, "Oh my god, okay." And then he's like, "Oh, I thought, I thought he, he would, would talk." talk. Or, or how Kanchu <laughs> also is like, "I don't have a good idea, but I have a bad one." Like <laughs> it, like this is really. I mean, Kanchu, I think, is the secret hero of this episode in particular. It's the most conchu mm-hmm. time we've gotten with the, you know, the physical conchu. And I just have to say that, like, this made me appreciate conchu so deeply. Like, we got a background to conchu, right? There was that other goddess yeah. um, who was, like, the goddess of, like, love and poetry, I want to say, or like, something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, she was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was, right. like, doesn't conchu like miss me essentially like conchu knows me and Mm -hmm. so in this way it's like we're presented with this almost like impossibility of a thought experiment in which it's like conchu this motherfucker the fist of vengeance was in love and is maybe heartbroken and there and he cares so much about stopping out ami that he willingly brings the gods together even though we learn essentially like Khonshu is the black sheep of the gods like not the favorite not even the invited necessarily you know and yet he's he's doing this thing and so when by the time we get to you know Khonshu being like I remember every night I feel like we have this emotional investment or, or at least I do 
Like I felt right, so emotionally right. invested in this God who previously I was like, damn dude, you were kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. I also, I want to give a shout out to Layla oh, yes. in this episode, uh, because once again, coming in <laughs> with the saves, even despite how Mark's like, no, I don't like, want your help and you need to be on the side. What I also appreciate is also how true uh, this character is to uh, Marlene, mm-hmm. who I Marlene did shit in the comics too. Marlene trained with uh Steven and Mark. She often was in missions and stuff and like Marlene that. And so Marlene was I really appreciate was Mark's wife in the comics. Yeah, Mark slash Steven. She really more was attached to the Steven persona, which again, they're kind of like alluding to that a bit here with, you know, how she looks more enamored mm-hmm. with Steven when he comes out. She right? also, she and, like kicks us off for the episode. We begin with her. Yeah, she also she kicks comes us off. Yep. Focus, and we get a little bit more. Which is different, yeah, right? Yeah. We've always started with Steven or Mark or, you know, the the entity that hosts these identities. Yes. Um, I also really like some of you get you get some more uh, references to her backstory and Madripoor. I thought that was a big deal having that. Here's come our in as first a, tie, a drop, right? I want to say um, it's our first tie-in into the larger MCU. Yeah, one one of the more significant yeah. for sure. At least, like, well, there's said. there's been the Easter eggs of like the Wakanda book and like you know the Norse yep. gods book that were in Steven's flat and all these things. Um, but go ahead. I didn't mean yeah. to step on your toes. No, 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 not at all. Uh, what I was going to get to, though, uh, while I was I was enjoying getting to learn a little bit more about Layla's backstory, I did feel like it got cut a little short. Like, because you got this little moment where uh, Mogart is being like, I, I wanted to trust you, Layla, type deal. Like, yeah. you know there was more to the relationship. By the way, also a little bummed about that character, because in the comics, uh, Anton Mogart is is more of a larger enemy to Moon Knight. He is the Midnight Man. I mean... He's this, like, he, thief, he right? He still might be, right? He still might be. Here's no, you're... Well, actually, train. actually, hold on. Hold on. The only reason is that actor actually died. He recently died oh, in no. real life. Oh, yeah. So R.I.P. Okay, I can't remember his name. F- French actor. We'll find uh, it. But that particular actor has is okay. passed. Um, so I'm not sure what they'll do with that, or if it was That's just rough. they wanted to reference this particular character because in the comics, mm-hmm. Midnight Man is this thief that Moon Knight interacts with, and uh, he like is supposedly drowns, but then is found to be alive and had gone through this sewer and got disfigured from the chemicals that were in that sewer. So he has this longstanding vengeance against Moon Knight because he made him ugly and tries to go on like getting ugly killing spree. Getting ugly is the origin story of so many villains, right? It's, it is very true. Um, and yet, so (laughs) no, you're absolutely right. Uh, and but on that note, I was just like I was I was bummed again. Yeah. There's so many yeah. reasons we're not going to see more of that as a potential right. you know character in the future. He was more of just a you know a, a guy who needed to advance the right. plot. I right? mean, I'm Which sure they they probably sense. had larger plans because here's the thing with That's the MCU, true. No, you're right? right? And I forget which of the newer actors to the MCU said this, but they were like, they own you for life here. <laughs> you know? And so, like, I, I think because, you know, even uh, uh, Sebastian was it, uh... Stan was not originally signed on for, oh, sure. you know, more projects than the Winter Soldier. And then one day he got a call and they were like, look, we're going to do Civil War 
and we're going to need you to hang out for a while. And then he just kept yeah. getting these calls that were like, yeah, we own you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was, was it Simi Lu that said that? Yes. Yes, like it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That sounds like something you would say. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, you know? No, and like, no, frankly, if I had steady employment like that, it was fine. Forget about yeah, it. Forget about it. I'll, I'll show up for whatever cameo you want, you know? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you me? fucking kidding for me? That kind of... Let the checks <laughs> if, roll if in. The MCU call me up. Let those checks Absolutely. roll in like the goddamn C. Like I... <laughs> Without a doubt. Um. So, all right, all right, all right. To rein it back in a little all bit. Right. Uh, I did like, though, how Layla was like, that shit was already stolen. I'm just going in and getting those From artifacts the very back. Start, yes. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. we're her passport making family friend uh, is all like, well, aren't you just stealing? And she's like, listen here, Whitey, that shit's already stolen. Echoing mm-hmm. um, Killmonger and further yep. echoing the fucking reality. Shout out the British Museum. We're coming for you um friend of the podcast the colonizers um yeah no i absolutely love that that blew me away at the start and i also loved how it was interwoven with this like quick snapshot that we got of layla's background in history right she's we learned she's a citizen of cairo um or of like the larger um you know egypt and uh we also learned that her father was an archaeologist that used to bring her onto dig sites um and that he's also dead now you know, he's no longer yes. here. So we got a lot in a in a little bit. Yeah, and we also, courtesy of, of Harrow, once again, being the brilliant manipulator, uh, getting that bit of allusion to the fact that Mark was involved yeah. in said death of Layla's Shout father. out Harrow not... for being the Cinderella of villain dreams, right? Uh, Always on glass. He's just doing the such sound. A, such the a good fucking... job. I got to give a shout out to the sound designer because every time he takes a step, every time his foot moves, you can hear the goddamn glass from Mm -hmm. the opening scene Mm -hmm. of the series. And it just, every time, like it, it's visceral. Like I'm just like, Ooh, right. Oh yeah. Right. He's stepping on glass. Like every time. Uh, uh, it, it was just such a good It episode. really was. Can I also <laughs> say, um, for you listeners at home or in your car or on your walk or whatever it is that you're doing right now, we, for the last few episodes, have been recording in the morning. And to, today, tonight, this evening, we're, we are doing it in the we're doing it in the evening time. So, you know, we've, we've got a whole other energy moving. Um, we do. Uh, speaking of uh, talking about energy, talking about superpowers, I, I appreciate how much they're playing around with like how much power does Moon Knight have? Because yes. they do that in the comics, and in this episode, I was like startled during that fight scene when like the spears were coming out, and he's just getting speared everywhere, and I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Like <laughs> you're not even dying. Moon Knight breaking these things off. And uh, what's interesting is, like, his power set just changes so much throughout the various, mm. like, arcs of his actual comics. Because there are times where he has no true powers and has more of, like... Uh, a detective. 
you know, a detective yeah. and generally like can get very injured to he's got enhanced strength. He does have this super he healing factor. He can stop Thor's you know, hammer. I think I sent you can, that comic no, panel, oh, he, right? Yeah, yeah. He um, it, he has lunar kinesis. He can control anything that has moon material Ooh. or like a star-like material. So since uh, Mjolnir mm-hmm. is made out of an ore that is from like meteorites yep. and stuff, that's why he can control it without being considered worthy is because it's technically like this and that's uh, that's what i'm talking about like but it, it, it's just isn't that moon knight in a nutshell the loophole yes. of the marvel universe <laughs> he's just like what's up fuckers i'm crazy <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just so uh, it's so good it, it really um, is and can i just say to link us back to our last episode in which we were speculating wildly about the um, identity of the man drinking himself to death in the morning, it was confirmed by the episode three recap that that was in fact Mark. That yes, was Mark. Was. So that was yes, not was. the third personality. Uh, Jake, was it? It's Jake. Jake. Yes, yep. good. Jake Lockley. Okay. Uh, uh and actually, thank you, because uh, when I was having a brain fart a moment ago, what I wanted to uh, pull back to was the fact that we we got this, you know, reference to the fact that Mark or a personality Somebody. in Alter was involved in this murder of Layla's father, yes. right? So now we're getting more allusions to the fact that there is a third yes. Alter involved. There is a third Very persona. strong point uh, towards it. Very strong. And there's enough hints, like the fact that he, you know, woke up in a cab in that one scene, right? right? Jake Lockley was the cab driver. Uh, but it would be interesting to see that if maybe in this one, it's like Jake that has mm-hmm. knowledge of these events or, uh, or I would assume at least Mark does. Mark definitely is very deflective during that conversation on the boat when they're going to I, Mogart's place. I think we're right? going to get, trying to be dis- I think we're going to get Jake, either next episode like i bet this is the the episode four cliffhanger that's been so yeah like shrouded in loud mystery i want to say like i feel like i've just heard more swirling about episode four and i've stopped myself from like there was actually an article that was published a week ahead of time and so it was an it was a review of episode four i stopped myself from watching Mm. it um watching it reading it um and but i i did dig a little bit into the the comments below and just enough you know like it's like peeking uh-huh. at the last chapter of a book oh, yeah. when you're reading it it's really good um but not enough to disappoint yourself and i just feel like the the ways in which we're being set up for jake is like jake is going to be a reality breaking personality right yeah. because he it's going to be very fascinating it, yeah and especially because the the thing that got me the waking up in the cab was crazy but the thing that really got me was that you know when they're at that cliff's edge and there mm-hmm. are two people dead and mark is the one who goes steven what have you done and we as the viewer right this is dramatic irony 101 we as the viewer know that steven would never could never yep Yep, could, could never. never, right? And and this is further confirmed when they go visit um, with our shirtless silk kimono wearing uh, villain, uh, you know, and and he becomes Mister Knight. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, all right, let's calm down, you know. <laughs> it's just like, 
He's like, Ugh! and he gets stabbed. I also love he gets stabbed once. He's like, Mark, take Mark, it, take, take it. it. The body. Take, take it. <laughs> and it's like, Stephen, honey, did you really think that you were about to reason your way out of a battle royale? Like, <laughs> uh, it was so funny. Oh, but then again, uh, once again, Layla taking that one dude out. I love that she took the necklace off and she was like, oh, you want to get Her real? necklace savvy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes! Where, where she was just like, um, <laughs> listen up, bitch. I'm not a damsel in distress. You are. <laughs> oh, and uh, just, it was... So yeah, I just I I love how much they played around with his power set in that scene, mm-hmm. um, but also just yeah, building up more on this mystery of one, what happened to Layla's father, and two, that sort of being the moment when Mark is resurrected by Kanchu, mm. right? Because uh, that that is what happens in the yes. comics. Like it, it is right around that time, and I have seen another theory. And I don't think this is entirely... I don't think it's going to happen. I do think it's interesting to ponder. Okay. Uh, but a theory that they might do... Uh, instead of having Moon Knight's regular arch villain of Bushman, Raul mm-hmm. Bushman, uh, Raul Bushman will be one of his personas. And that is the persona that actually killed uh, Layla's dad. What? Um, so... I, that's, that's just a a theory, right? That it was thrown out. And I did think it was an interesting one because again, they, they'd have no idea of Jake. And at least in the comics, they, three of them knew about each other. Interesting. Right. And while Jake is capable of violence, he wasn't necessarily crazy murderous. Hmm. Like he could be very he could, he could be driven, but that that's what the the, they were throwing out the theory. And so I was like, okay, wait, like that's speaking of Jake. I want to say I noticed that Oscar Isaac was wearing a a Chicago Cubs hat um, in the taxi. Oh, he was wearing a Cubs hat, and it was because at first I was like, oh, that's so cool, it's a crescent moon, and I was like, wait, that's a C, that's a Cubs hat, and it's a black on black Chicago Cubs hat that he's wearing. So further allusions Mm. to Jake. Um, being the thing. And furthermore, if if okay. we're going to speculate wildly, let me throw some grease on the fire, um, yeah. which, dear listener, never do that. Uh, fires are very serious, and throwing grease on them will increase the chance that you will die. Um, but to throw grease on this fire, I think we're going to see these gods again. I think we're going to see yes. the avatars of the gods that we saw in this episode in none other than Taika Waititi's Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. Because we're yes. getting Gore the God Butcher. We are. And we're getting a smorgasbord of gods for him to butcher. Um, uh, actually, and that's interesting too, because there have been lots of rumblings that uh, potentially Monday we will get that trailer. Yeah. For Thor Love and Thunder. That's right. Um, but there's also been stuff where they might delay it further because of stuff in Moon Knight. 
Oh. And the fact that Moon Knight could have little ties or allusions to things that happen in Thor Love and Thunder, which I could Ooh. see that because there is, you know, lots of little Easter eggs like we just mentioned to the the Norse gods, mm-hmm. to to Bast, and the fact that it is going to be Gore the God Butcher in the Thor yes. movie who does go after other gods God. outside of, you know, the Norse. Like, it, there's that's the other thing that's so crazy about uh, Moon Knight right now and I'll say of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. There's like so many avenues that they can go with these things. Where it is like, there's so many ways to speculate. Pandora's box is open. Oh yeah, it's it's blown the hell open. Like all the different things that have come up, even as we get closer to the film for Doctor Mm -hmm. Strange, of just the fact that there's going to be cameo after freaking cameo, and anything can happen. And it's crazy because even though there's so many leaks out yeah. there that seem to confirm certain things, like, you can't nail it the same way it was nailed Look, for Spider-Man No Way Well, Home, and I right? want to say, even Spider-Man No Way Home, they did such a good job of covering up so much, right? They did such yeah. a good job of, like, obfuscating the leaks. Like, they made it so that there were several leaks and there were several endings that were ruined. And, like, and that's That's the thing. I just want to say, Kevin, Kevin, I want you to hear me right now. Kevin, I'm talking directly to you. Kevin, I know you're listening. Because, Kevin, I know you're in the fucking Reddit. I know you're in the Reddit. I know you are in the goddamn Marvel Studios (laughs) spoilers Reddit. And I just want you to reach out. I just want you to say hi. I'll be so much nicer if you just give us the media, press, whatever the fuck it is. Give us the early episodes. We deserve it. Seriously. We'll treat you nicer. Uh, <laughs> at least at least episodes five and six. Of Marvel Monday. Daddy. Wait, please. We can, please. We'll take that. We will accept. Even just episode five. Like, just let us in. Let us in, Kevin. Um, It just, it has to be said. Because there are... So as I've, I've mentioned previously, I don't know how to use the internet, um, let alone Reddit. And yet, I have learned how to use Reddit for the sole purpose of mainlining of Marvel rumors oh, yeah. and leaks and spoilers and news. Um, and within the Reddits, we all suspect that Kevin is lurking. Oh yeah, he's got to. It's smart. It's no, it's it's too it's too smart. I think they've realized how well they can use it as marketing, and it's so it smart. helps. It's them. really brilliant. Yeah, it's super effective. Um, and actually, to, to to bring this back to Moon Knight and Episode Four, there are a lot of rumors out there that we will see some more of the gods mm. by the end of that episode. Right, yeah. they'll start to show more of them in their full form, not even in like an not avatar. Yeah, but, like, we will. Uh, that's at least some of the stuff that I've read. I don't know how true it is. I, I've read some stuff that that's the episode where we will, as we've talked about in our past podcast episodes, we'll have the switch where we see him in the psych, mm-hmm. uh, the therapy, the psych ward. Right. Uh, by the end of the episode, which and then they kind of leave it on a cliffhanger there, which I think will be wild. I'm I'm so excited to see how they do yeah. that. Uh, how they end up going into it. And if it is a thing where it's Jake in the hospital. I think it's Jake right? in the hospital. Like, I think that would be really an intriguing way to bring him in. Did you watch the uh, episode four trailer that I... I yeah, did. Okay. I did. Maybe the Moon Knight was real, but not mm-hmm. anymore. What the fuck? Yep. What the fuck? Yep. It's so crazy. And I think it, it's like... 
it'd be interesting to see if this is something like an hallucination mm-hmm. or whatever it is, an illusion being projected that they have to get through in order to get to Conchu again. Look, this is right? I I have my own speculations, but like I don't want to say anything for fear that it is a true spoiler because I'd rather be surprised. It must be said sure. that as much as I love digging into the leaks and everything, there's something about just being surprised by what arrives. Oh, sure. And I think yeah. that like No Way Home was a prime example of this, and I hope Multiverse of Madness will be also. But Moon Knight itself, it's funny because it's like I didn't expect, and this has been true of so many of the Disney Plus forays that Marvel has made, but I just like didn't expect to be as invested as I am. You know, like I need to, I don't want, I need to see Oscar Isaac in more than just this series. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's absolutely going to happen. I fucking have to. And I don't care if it's a second season of this but he needs to be in a goddamn movie. Like, he's... Oh, the, whatever the next Avengers no. is, throw him in, please. They're, they're gonna put him in a lot of projects. Like, it would be too silly not They'd to. They'd be so dumb. At this point. It would be very, very, very dumb. Um, and also, if we're gonna, you know, be speculating a little bit, right? Uh, I want to go back to how we were talking about the idea of Mark actually still being dead and not being right. fully resurrected right. yet because call, we haven't seen back to episode one um a, a a small british girl told oscar isaac what did you do when you found out you were rejected from mm-hmm. the Field of mm-hmm. um to which oscar isaac as steven goes well i'm not dead am i dead am i yeah it was oh my god that subtle little illusion uh mm. but also, we haven't seen the actual resurrection scene yet. Mm. It's been referenced right. that Mark has a debt to Conchu, but we have not seen the actual, like, a flashback to it or anything. It could still end up being a flashback, but I do think it would be crazy if, like, some of this stuff was a, a way of trying to get through the field of reeds yeah. or or back to to life and then when he's resurrected he's going into the fight mm. right like he died fighting her already because moon knight's been resurrected a number of times right mark has been resurrected a number of times uh and another thing that i thought was i saw recently and i thought was really cool i want to shout out to uh there's a channel that i watch on youtube it's new rock stars yes they do a lot of like analysis and different things uh but they decoded the scarab hieroglyphs Oh, fuck, they actually they got did? Egyptologists. Yeah, they got Egyptologists, actual hieroglyph tra- like experts. Stop it. Because uh, he, uh, Eric Voss from Rockstar, uh-huh. started to try and decode it. And then people on Twitter, Egyptologists, picked it up and they were like, yeah, let's decode Fucking this. And so they stop. actually did it. What? And so the passage is actually a passage from the Book of the Dead, the actual Egyptian Book of the Dead. And it's O Kepri, Amid His Boat, Primeval One whose corporeality is infinity and eternity. May you rescue Osiris Amenhotep, true of voice. So, uh, Kepri is uh, a scarab beetle god that is the uh, Egyptian god of the morning sun, but is also a symbol in Egyptian mythology of rebirth. Uh, And these amulets are actually amulets in uh, Egyptian history that priests would inscribe books of uh, passages from the book of the dead on and give them to people that have passed on as a way to uh guarantee their rebirth 
and they're processed through the afterlife. Right. And so I thought that was really compelling because it could just be an artifact in a smart way of, you know, being historically accurate, which the show has done a really good job of being pretty accurate with its, you know, historics uh, and mythology in terms of the Egyptian lore. Um, But it also could be more than that. Right? A literal rebirth <laughs> of We love a Mark. rebirth. We do. And the fact that in Gus's fish tank is a boat that sank and right. stuck we, in the and depths. And we still haven't seen the boat, which we've visually seen in we trailers. We have visually and seen. And it's in like a spirit world. It's it's going through the sand. Oh, Very fuck. Black Panther oh, spirit world fuck. with the purple. Right? And uh, so I thought that was really compelling. One, the fact that they took the lengths to actually translate that. And the fact that it is really a book of the dead passage. I'm like, that's super cool. Uh, So anyway, fun fact for the listeners out there. uh, (laughs) It's a really cool video on New Rockstars if you want to get the whole breakdown because they go into some other things. Um, But yeah, I think that could... It made for some compelling other reasons, you know, that hey, maybe Mark's dead. <laughs> or maybe Mark's not quite alive yet and is in, like, a purgatory, right? Uh, I don't know. That's maybe, why, again, it's so like... So, like, maybe these two experiences of Stephen and Mark are, like, a purgatory hallucination. Yes. Maybe he's Dante, rising through the levels of hell. Ooh. Right? So maybe he gets out of Stephen and Mark and, like, wakes up in the real purgatory that is Jake. And then has right. to wake up from that in order yes. to get past the field of reeds or whatever it is. Ah! Uh, oh shit! It's crazy, right? Wow! I really, I really love this. I yeah. I'm. Hi, Kevin. It's it's me. It's Angel. Um, can you do me a favor, real quick, and just like send us these episodes so that we know if we're right? <laughs> Oh my god. It seriously. We wouldn't spoil anything. We know how to be Look, good. We're we know so good. We keep so we many. Get it. We're professionals here. I've never said a bad thing in my life. So I think that should be <laughs> I think that should be very much taken into consideration. Uh um so yeah i thought that was like really freaking cool yeah and even if it's just you know a little just like extra detail right of them just trying to be accurate still cool yes um but that being said it does it does make you think there's just lots of possibilities for where this could truly end up and i'm here for it i'm like Bring it on. Especially, like, I want to see more Moon Knight action. Yes. Like, seriously. That one freaking fight, and he blocked the bullets and We've threw got, them back. Oh, the and, throwing like... the bullets back was crazy. Um, also, him just getting skewered multiple times and surviving. Which, I know Khonshu mentioned, like, your healing armor, healing armor, right? So there was that, like, okay. That's, like, next level. That's, like, a Wolverine, like, healing factor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, which taking it up a notch. I'm still holding out hope that we get a Hugh Jackman cameo in Multiverse of Madness. Although I heard it has been shot down Yo. a number of times. However, okay, was, but they've shot down. So he was much present stuff. in New York during the same time that reshoots were happening. I think he was like doing Yo. a play or something. So, I, if give okay, me one so minute. So here's the thing, <laughs> right? Like, 
uh, once again, in, ter- in terms of another, like how they've gotten so good at uh, getting people to just theorize wildly because these things truly, like you said, Pandora's box, like they can you do know, whatever. But you know what it is? It's that they've, they've proven their con they've, it's like proof of concept, right? Like they did True. Spider-Man yeah. no way home. Which it, you know, must be said, inspired this podcast. Like, we've been talking about this podcast for Mm -hmm. years, frankly. But that movie was just like, okay, it's actually so fucking good that, like, we need to... Yeah, we need... We we need need to... to, We gotta talk. (laughs) Um, Because are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, I just, like, I I still can't believe they've pulled it off. And I think they are. I think they're gonna do it again. Yeah. And I think they're gonna do it again with, like, yeah, maybe some you know films here and there that are not as right but still black good. widow um i i thought yeah i better than i thought it would be okay better I, than i thought it would be shut i'm up. just shut up what where's the bar where's the bar at that point i know what oh, you're saying stop it. but stop but where's it. the bar no, i just it's that's another Look, answer. I'm not even <laughs> hating, okay? I'm not even hating, all right? I could hate if I really wanted to hate, but I'm look, this is like hate light. This is diet hate, okay? <laughs> diet hate. I'll take um, it. Fine. And, and Fine. I'll take diet it. Diet hate is is counteracted by my deep, deep love and appreciation, um, you know, for all that's going on. Because it's got to be said, right? Like, uh, it's rough out there, y'all um you know it's it's rough out there in the world and and there's something to be said about being able to take time out of your day or take time back from your day and to be enraptured or to be in a joyous state doing these things Mm -hmm. and i feel you know like um scorsese be damned like marvel is that for me and it's and and i've made this joke to you before especially when the pandemic was first starting where I was like, listen, I'm just staying alive for the Marvel projects at this point because yeah. after they did Endgame, right? Like an Endgame was a revelation unto itself. The five-year leap that they did, I was just like, okay, okay. You know what? Okay. You can do, oh, okay. you can do whatever the fuck you want. And, and ever since then, it's been this continuous proof of concept where I'm just like, this is actually so good that... I'm getting dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin and whatever good chemicals my brain yeah. can produce. I'm like having a good time. Um, and like, it's just, uh, and I, I also just really, I'm having a good time because since they did such an excellent job cr- developing, as you said, that proof of concept, they really can just be so confidently weird now yeah. and so much more nuanced in some of the stories that they can tell and the characters that they're going to bring in. I will say though, I think they can slow their role a little bit. And I only say mm-hmm. this. Because of some of the recent news that we've had about uh, backing up She-Hulk. Right. And the fact that we have not had too much news on some of these other projects that are in development. Because they got a lot. They got a lot of different things going True. on. And some of them are, you know, going to be better than others. And some I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. But, like, do we need an armor wars? Right? Do we need... And, and I think, yeah. and in the end, I'm sure I'll be proven wrong let me, about let certain me say things. This. Right? I said the same thing about Hawkeye. No, yeah, no, that's, a, that's what I mean, right. Yep. 
Um, but the only thing, I, the only reason I bring this up is the fact that like that is a lot of work, mm-hmm. and a time where yeah, sometimes it's hard to keep up that level. No, of No, I want to keep the pressure no. on Kevin. Kevin, you don't fail me, okay? But it's not you, just Kevin. You know what I'm talking it? about, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Isn't it? Isn't it? Kevin is the reason there's so much pressure. Kevin's got the finger <laughs> on the fucking trigger, okay? Kevin, low key, once you sign your Marvel contract. Kevin points a laser pointer at your forehead in your home and tells you to go look in the mirror. Like Kevin is just like, this is, this is what you're getting into. Okay. Kevin is Tony Soprano. (laughs) No, no, honestly, at this point with this empire, without a doubt. Um, But no, I just like, I, I do want to, I do want to make sure that everything at the end, I think is just like, we're getting some quality stuff. Right. And not just, you know, too much uh, at once to the fact that it either gets canceled or it's mediocre or like whatever. Uh, Right. So that's what just what I was thinking. Uh, And I'm curious to see how some of these other things will start getting announced later in the year. Right. Because right now we've only heard so much about the movies. Mm -hmm. We've heard a little bit about Miss Marvel, uh, but we haven't necessarily seen stuff for, you know, whether it's Echo Mm -hmm. or whether it's the secret invasion or whether whatever. Let me say Charlie Cox and um, the shit. I'm forgetting his name. He's so good. He's so brilliant. He's such a good actor. He plays. Oh, uh, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. Yes. Yes. They've been confirmed as being cast in Echo. Oh yeah. So Mm -hmm. that, I just want to say, we do have a little Echo news. We do have a little She-Hulk news, which is that the visual effects are not doing so well, or they're like having trouble with it. So it's, or the, uh, yeah, something about their development being rushed or spread to, it might be pushed back to January, 2023 um is my understanding they're saying november december but the last time we yeah. heard november december it turned into the following year mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um i wouldn't be surprised if we don't see she hulk until next year which you know what all right if we have something to start the year off yeah. well we're, we are still supposedly getting uh wakanda forever true around that time true um which i think that will be interesting very interesting to hear more about since it's supposed to be namor yeah at Atlantis, well, and, and that's going to be crazy. And it'll be interesting to see how they handled the death of Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P. Also true. Um, you know, Seriously? And, and I'm just, I want to say I'm so glad they didn't recast. I think yes. that that was the right move. Um, I agree. In, in all my wisdom, you know, I, I think that was the right move. And, and yeah. I'm excited to see what they do with it moving forward, um, because that's a really special, uh, really special project, right? And like the world of Wakanda. Yes, it is. Um, and I'm also, yeah, I, I just can't wait for Love and Thunder. I saw that um, there's rumors <sighs> that the first test screening ever happened. It was so good. And people yes. fucking lost their minds and loved it. Um, yes. And then the uh, the Indian voice actor for Thor from India mm-hmm. uh, posted Trailer's that done. screenshot that said the trailer was done, and now it's just being localized. Um, so yeah, uh, we also did uh, courtesy of some of those uh, toy leaks, like the Marvel Legends yes. stuff. We did get some looks at um, Gore. Christian Bale as Gore, which Building I'm like, ooh, okay. a mysterious and powerful weapon. Yes, a very black blade. Sword of I Null? Wonder. 
The all black necro sword, maybe. Oh. Uh, ooh, and uh, I did like the little look at at, at Ravager Thor, mm-hmm. uh, seeing a bit that we will have a little taste of the Guardians, you know, uh, post well, Endgame. Plus, and see there's what they're doing. Quill and Groot included in the action yeah. figures, so that makes me think that they'll hold a larger role than say like Rocket yes. and Drax um, and Man. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, it's I I feel like. You know, Thor Ragnarok was really... I feel like that truly ushered in the new... Like, that was the precursor that was like, we know you think what a Marvel movie is, but we handed over the keys to this genius. And he... And my favorite thing... We're going big or going Yeah, and my favorite thing about Thor Ragnarok um, that I remember hearing is that Taika went into the pitch meeting with a sizzle reel of like various action movies and stuff, but he had it mm-hmm. set to Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song, which is the first song in the thing. Yes. And that alone was just like, of course you're going to trust him. He understands the tone. And he's also telling right. you like, these are the characters that you've created for a decade. I'm going to not give a single fuck about that. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I want with them because they are funny. And this is funny. And the whole thing is funny. And also, I'm very good at my job. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it was just, it's its such a good movie. And I think uh, i think once we like see the trailer and we're getting closer to it, we're definitely going to have to dedicate oh, yeah. an episode mm-hmm. to just going back and looking at this particularly for this character just the transformation from the original two movies Mm -hmm. to now where we're at from thor ragnarok we'll have to have like a little a thor because when does moon knight end so moon knight i think it's gonna just it'll be mid-may mid-may i think or beginning of may right yeah because we've been structuring these episodes around moon knight but it's like once Moon Knight ends, we'll still have Multiverse of Madness to talk about, in which we'll also... Oh, it, like, drops, like, the next day. And we'll... And <laughs> I, so I also entered a contest to win a, a pre-screening on May 4th, which I really Ooh. hope I win. And if I do, I'm not going to speak to you until you watch the movie. Um, that's... I mean, that's fair. I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to, to, to spoil it for you. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we'll have to do like a Doctor Strange episode because there's still another movie to unpack there. We'll have to do a Thor episode that unpacks the unfortunate um, foundations of the character in Thor right, 1 and right. 2. Uh, <laughs> before getting to the golden era of Thor. Um, you know, and, and there's also still like Obi-Wan is going to be coming out. I, there's still Obi-Wan. I have to talk to you about that. Like I, Oh, we are. We're going to talk a lot about Obi-Wan. So excited. I think it's going to be great. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, we should definitely have like a little miniature episode for the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. If it does drop on Monday, look, if it drops on Monday, if it does, we're going to record on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. If, if it does, we'll just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll We'll throw it up there on 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 the pod server. Empire. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a quickie, you know, special news bulletin episode. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um. All right. So with that, uh, all right. What was your "Are you fucking kidding me?" moment mm. this week? You know, 
I've got to say the are you fucking kidding me moment of the week for me was Khonshu choosing to imprison himself in stone while showing Steven the, you know, the reversing of the goddamn sky Mm -hmm. by 2000 years. That, and it's my are you fucking kidding me moment of the week because up until this point, we have not seen a Khonshu who is willing to sacrifice himself in any way, shape, or form. We've seen a selfish and uh, petulant and temperamental tantrum-throwing god who calls Steven and Mark a worm, and yet here he is going to the worm that is Steven and being like, you are worthy of me imprisoning myself in stone so that you can see where the tomb is. Um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, damn it. <laughs> no, no, I I respect that. Absolutely. It was good. So, MJ, what was um, your are-you-fucking-kidding-me moment of the week? So, I think for me, and with this particular episode, uh, it was the moment when the other avatars took Conchu out of Mark for a minute, and they were talking to Mark and they were like, are you unwell? And Mark breaks down and he truly, just that moment of acting, oh, yeah. right? The, the buildup of all of that between what we were talking about before with the physicality that Oscar Isaac was showing of having Kanchu mm-hmm. in his body and, you know, the struggle that that was and, and the tears and then seeing that full breakdown from the fact that he was like, yeah, I am unwell. This is doing a lot to me. But this shit is still real. Like, despite, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, I, I don't know. Like, so much incredible acting in that moment. Yes. And I just, in that one shot in particular, when he is like almost in that fetal position and kneeling in front of them, he's like just struggling and trying to take everything that's happening in and like rattling his brain and just being like, yeah, I am unwell. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is just like Oscar Isaac really here to not even prove a point, but like to mm-hmm. do the damn thing. Like he showed up to work. And Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I respect that that are you fucking kidding me moment because yes, his acting, especially in this episode, right, we also get a transition between personalities without a cutaway. Mm-hmm. And we watch mm-hmm. him become Steven or Mark or Khonshu. And that amount of acting, to do that in a believable way without it being cheesy, without it being corny, without it being funny? Yep. Fuck, man. Especially Fuck. in that scene when uh, he lets him take over to decipher the map. Yeah. And he's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. All right. Yeah, let's go. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, it's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Whew. With that being said, we're going to have a hell of a lot to talk about <laughs> in the coming oh, weeks. Yes. I'm looking coming forward weeks, to it. Coming weeks, coming months. I'm looking forward we're to gonna it. We're going to just keep having fun with it. Um, and we hope that you, dear listener, are also having fun. And we do encourage Seriously. you to um, share this podcast with your nerd friends. Uh, you know, give us a shout out on the social medias. 
like give us a like like yeah subscribe Subscribe, keep up review we're gonna keep doing this is the most consistent i've ever been in my life so please don't let me squander it dear viewer um and that of course is the only way that i know how to get anyone to do anything it's it's guilt and shame please uh that's how we were raised you will feel badly if you don't listen to us so uh (laughs) we love you though we love you so much um we do and uh that's it right that's the show yeah, we did it that's another wrap we did it once again number four we're here we had a good four time in the can. and uh that's are you fucking kidding me so please uh tune in whether it's on monday or if we just end up doing it on friday whenever we do it that's why you gotta that's subscribe. why you gotta subscribe because we will we'll be doing some goodies throughout because i also still and just to remind you i said this i think in like episode one I still want to have an episode where I explain how Eat, Pray, Love and Avengers Endgame is essentially the same oh. movie. Oh, a uh, friend of the podcast, Josh Savory, has actually demanded an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be talking about that. I just want to oh let you know. Oh my God. Yes, uh, yes, yes. But with that, dear listeners, we hope you have a lovely night and we can't wait to talk nerdy with you again. So goodbye.